Welcome to What's the Word podcast with myself, Nick Henderson, a resource that helps push you further in your faith by discussing what God's Word has to say about various topics that tend to trip up believers and keep us from advancing into the place God has for us. I'm so grateful you're tuning in today. And before we get into the content, I want to ask if this episode provides you any value that you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. Those two things help a ton. With that aside, let's jump in to today's episode. This week's episode includes a conversation with Vanessa Aziz. Vanessa is an awesome young lady and actually the first lady to be on the podcast, and so we're super excited. And we had a conversation centered around how to honor God in a season of singleness. Yeah, so I've been single basically my whole life. I'm not married. Um, I have been in a committed relationship before, but for most of my journey and my walk with the Lord, I have been faithfully single. Hasn't always been easy, but, um, yeah, I've been single for majority of my life and there have been really high points. There have been really low points. There have been a lot of learning lessons, um, and still praying. So, and so tell me about like, Maybe some of the tensions that go along or some of the difficulties that go along with being a person who's like, hey, like, I'm a person in my mid-20s, like, I want to be married, but I'm not married. Like, tell me about some of the tensions of that, maybe the difficulties of kind of that desire in this time of your life. Yeah, I think the biggest tension for me has been the pressure that comes with being, I'm 26. So the pressure of being 26 and I'm in this season of life where I could be married and I could be almost starting a family at my age. And so like having other people around me that are either in that season of life or are about to enter into that season of marriage, just kind of like adds a lot of pressure to you, especially, you know, growing up, everybody's like, are you getting it? Like, are you dating somebody? Who are you talking to? And then you're at this point where you're starting your career, you're on your own and you're not in college anymore. And it's almost like, okay, who is she, you know? Um, I think that probably would be the biggest tension for me, especially just not even people saying it, but even just internally feeling that pressure of like, okay, my friends are getting married. Some of my friends are having babies. Some of them are younger than me and they're about to have their second child. So I feel like there can be a lot of tension to where you're almost thinking to yourself, like, is there something that I'm not doing right? Is there something wrong with me that I'm still here single yet? I desire to be married, but here I am like, and I'm, I'm getting older, you know? And, um, I think that can be the biggest tension for sure. Um, that I've experienced. And then also just not feeling content with where I'm at. I think that can be a very big tension of people are always trying to almost going back to what I just said, like people are always trying to move you on to the next season. So it can feel frustrating to be content and happy in the present. And um, I think those two things have really just been the hardest for me of feeling pressured and feeling like there's something wrong with me. And then feeling like I have to always be looking forward to the next thing rather than just being happy with where I'm at. I love that too. And I think a lot of people, not just, you know, young ladies, but you know, young men as well feel the same way, especially when it comes to contentment. And I want to ask you about that, actually, how do you go about, and maybe you haven't mastered it, right? Like maybe you're still a work in progress like the rest of us, but 
you know, you mentioned contentment, how it's difficult to stay content in like a season of singleness when it's like, I want to be married, but I'm not. And, but I also want to be like content in the relationship with Christ. Like yeah. what are ways that you remain content in like the season that you're in right now? Honestly, I believe that me just being fully invested in my relationship with the Lord and, and my friendships and relationships right now have been the biggest things that have been making me content. Um, I had a friend call me out a few years ago and be like, I was just like struggling in this area of contentment, struggling with what I felt like the Lord was calling me to do with my life. And he kind of refocused me and was like, you have your purpose and you have your calling. Your purpose is to have a relationship with the Lord and to make the Lord known to the world. And then your calling is what he's designed you to do. And when I thought about that, I remember being like, you know, the one thing that has always, or the two things that have always brought me joy is spending time in the word and doing what I believe the Lord has called me to do, which is ministry and doing student ministry. And so when I've fully invested myself in those two things is where I find so much joy and that contentment can set in because I'm like, okay, Lord, I can be happy with you and with you and what, what, my words and with what you've called me to do. So um, I feel like those two things have really just helped me be content and also just not surrounding myself with people that, you know, are in a negative mindset about that season of life and being around people that are encouraging me and pushing me and cheering me on. I think those things have really just brought me to a really solid place of contentment and not saying that there aren't moments like our days where I feel like, oh, I wish it was different, but to remain content through a season, it's really been just diving into the word of God and spending time with him and just like fully devoting myself to what I believe he's called me to do. Yeah. And I kind of want to take you uh, kind of off the path we had a little bit sketched out is, you know, especially when you mentioned contentment and just kind of being where God has put you, right? Like focusing on ministry and doing what God has called you to do. How do you handle conversations with people like who want to move you forward? Like who are like, ah, you know, when's marriage coming along? Or like, you know, you should marry this person or like, have you thought about this? And like people who are like actively like trying to get you married. Um, how do you handle those conversations? I know there's a lot of people listening who I'm sure run into those types of conversations with family members, friends. Like how do you handle those types of talks? Yeah, most of those conversations actually come from my parents, which is so fun to try and navigate, especially my mom. I love her. Um, but yeah, the way that I kind of just navigate those questions is I just, one, try to show them through my actions that I'm very happy in this season of life, that there's more to my life than just being married. Um, obviously I know that the Lord has created marriage and it's a beautiful thing, but then you have Paul in scripture. Who's like, I wish you could be the way that I am. And you know, find joy in just this undistracted devotion to the Lord. And so I try to show them one through my actions. That way those questions don't get brought up so much. But then two, I also like through just telling them that like, look, like I'm in this great season of life where the Lord is doing this and doing that. And he'll bring that person at the right time. Um, and it sounds kind of cliche because I feel like everyone has probably said that, but when it's really coming from a sincere place, people are like, wow, like, that's great. I'm really happy for you that you're in this place. And because I'm not, it's almost like I'm not lying about it. You know, they can see the joy of where I'm at. And then when I say it, they're like, I can believe what you're saying. And so I just, I really just say like, the Lord has me here. 
you know, if I couldn't imagine myself being in that season of life when God is doing so much here. And then you almost like invite people into what he's doing in your life currently. And then, then they're like, well, that's, that's actually really great for you. I'm really happy for you. Um, so that's kind of how I navigate that conversation. Obviously it depends on like how they ask it or who it is and how deep I'll go into it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I would just approach that. You know, I I love that. And I love how you navigate those conversations and, you know, those conversations are a part of just, you know, being a, a single person, um, is that everybody wants you to get married, but I want to ask you to, you know, the Bible talks about, and I know this for myself ever since I've been married is like, he who finds a wife finds what is good. But I also would say like he or she who finds time finds what is good as well. And when you get married, you lose time. And that's just the reality, right? That's why Paul, as you mentioned, talks about like, I wish you would just be as me. Like, I wish you would just be single like I am because Paul was able to focus, to lock in on kind of what God had before him. So I want to ask you, what advantages do you think are there for someone who is single? Like, how have you honored God in your singleness? And what are some insights you've gained um, in that? Yeah, so I remember four years ago, I can't believe it's been four years ago, I left Liberty and I moved down to Georgia and I was in this place where I was so discontent. I had no idea what the Lord had for me. I went from, I went to a school that was putting so much pressure on getting married, seeing friends that were like, I need to have a ring before I graduate. Um, and I remember getting here and Ben Stewart had just released his book, single dating, engaged, married. I think I've read that book like three times. And I remember reading the singleness chapter, um, or a few chapters that he has in there. And I had never seen it written out when he said that our singleness is the one time in our life that we have a full undistracted devotion to the Lord. And I never thought about it that way. And I was like, undistracted devotion to the Lord. And I was like, but I mean, even if I was with somebody, I'm still going to focus on my relationship with the Lord. And then as I, you know, read more into what he was saying, it's really true because our mind is already divided by work, school, family situations, and then throw another person into it. And then a family into it on top of that, like our brain is going to go everywhere. And so I just really feel like what he showed me was that I can be so devoted to what he has for me and what he's created me to do. And Ben Stewart also says that it's like a freedom with purpose. It's like a freedom that we won't have again when we're married, which it's going to be a different kind of, I guess, freedom per se when you're married. But when you're single, it's a freedom with purpose to where if God's like, hey, I want you to go here, you go here. Hey, I want you to go and talk to this person. Like for me, when God called me to move down to Atlanta, I wasn't in a relationship back in school and I didn't have anything that was really holding me back or keeping me from being like, oh, should I go? And frankly, I wonder if I would have actually gone if I had been in a relationship, you know, because I would have been like, maybe I want to stay with this person. Um, but because I was single and I wasn't dating anybody, the Lord was like, hey, I want you to move down to Atlanta. I have this for you. And I was able to be like, okay, I'm going to go. And so I feel like it really just gives you that freedom to take steps and do things that I don't think people would actually consider doing if they were in a serious dating relationship or if they were married. And so I feel like um, 
those are a lot of the insights that I've grown. And I wrote this down in my like singleness blog that my mom told me, but she had always instilled in my sisters when we were younger that we're going to spend majority of our life married and in a relationship with someone. And this time of singleness is so short and so precious. So take advantage of it. Like don't rush out of it. And honestly, like ever since she said that, that has been something that I have really held on to, especially in moments where I'm like, oh, I, I could date that person. Um, but I was like, you know what? I really just, I want to enjoy this season. And I don't believe that this is who the Lord has for me, even though they're great. And I'm going to just follow after what he has. So that's awesome. What a great perspective too. And, you know, in light of our conversation, a lot of all that, what encouragement do you have for anyone listening to this episode right now? Yeah. So I would say I have three things. Um, to one, prioritize your relationship with the Lord. I think that is the most important thing. Um, I think if your identity and your worth is not rooted in in the Lord, then you're going to end up finding that in someone else. And plus, it's so fulfilling when you're prioritizing your relationship with the Lord. Um, because then when you get into a relationship in the future, um, your worth and your value isn't coming from that person. And if they were to leave per se, your worth and value isn't going to be shattered because they're gone. You're going to be firm in the Lord. So I would say one, prioritize your relationship with him. Two, I would say prioritize yourself. Like I said, this is the one time for yourself where you can go wherever you want, be whoever you want, figure out what your career is, um, figure out you know what the Lord might have for you in the future when it comes to school, your, all those things. Um, I think it's good to learn to be comfortable with yourself and be content with yourself. Um, that sense of independence is great. And then I would say three, prioritize others. I would say really spend this time um, developing deep friendships, like close friends, who's your inner circle? Like Jesus had his 12, then he had his three. Um, and then find wise counsel. Um, I am so grateful for the community that I have around me. And I'm also so grateful for the older women in my life that can guide me and pour into me so that when maybe that person does come along, I have people that can be like, Hey, this, this is a great thing. Or they can call me out and keep me accountable. Um, or in moments where maybe one day marriage could be hard. I have those firm friendships that I can go back to if, you know, cause it can be really lonely if you don't have those things. So I would say work on those things now uh, before entering into that season, because I feel like when you do have those things, um, it can be a lot more fruitful and a lot, more peaceful and smooth. So. Yeah. And that's a great word, Vanessa. And we so appreciate you being on today and you offered some incredible wisdom for all of us. And we are incredibly grateful for you. So. Thank you. That was so much fun. And uh, I hope I was able to encourage someone. So, yeah. I hope this episode helped you out and provided you tons of clarity and encouragement. If so, I'd greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. It helps more than you know. Until next time.